Welcome to the Teacher Interview Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Creasel. I work as Director of Innovation and Instructional Support in Fullerton School District. And every week, we sit down and get to know a teacher better. My goal is to learn what drives and guides teachers, especially when venturing into that risky territory of trying something new. Join me. Today on the Teacher Interview Podcast, we interview Mark and Marissa Sunny. Marissa teaches at Beechwood, and Mark teaches at Parks, and they're married. Join us for a good time. Before we get started today, we just want to highlight one of Mark's talents, his voice. He does a morning show at Parks Junior High School for the morning announcements, and we just want to feature a couple of the intros he's had developed for his show over the years. Enjoy. Hang on tight. The Sunny in the Morning Show begins in 5, 4, 3, Two, one. Oh, Marge, Marge. What have you done? It's that guy again at school. Mr. Sunny in the morning. Oh. Hope he doesn't give me a sunburn. Oh. And without further ado, let's jump into the podcast interview. So, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, that's your turn. Thank that's your you turn. very much. It's great to be here, Wes. All right. So, we're, we're so glad you're here. This is our first time interviewing two teachers at once and teachers who are married. Yeah. Yes, we are. To each other. Yep. Yeah. Yes, we are, as a matter of fact. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, we are. So one of the first things I want to do is just hear how you got into teaching. Like, what was that like um, for you? That was kind of, that's our soft entry into the interview is just everybody's journey is different. So tell us, how, how'd you get into teaching? I should for, start because yeah. his story is like way better. <laughs> like way better. Thank you. You know what? I like your proactive approach. No, yeah. really. I mean, it, mine's boring. I went to college, didn't know what I wanted to do, took classes that I thought were interesting, social science major, and then got out, I like finished and thought I will, in fact said I would never be a teacher. That's something I would never do. And then I worked some different temp jobs after college and they were so unfulfilling. So unfulfilling. Hmm. So you know, I just realized I want to do something where I can make a difference. So I um, can I stop you there. Yeah. Can you name one unfulfilling temp job? Oh my gosh. Do you do you remember something? All you... like all of them had to do with like papers, paperwork, <laughs> okay. and like it was yeah. just yeah. mindless. It just seemed so unimportant. A lot of filing. Yeah. Oh, filing. Alf- alphabetizing <laughs> and like I like I'm like really I went to college like. Yeah. <gasps> Not inspiring. I, I can like critically think, <laughs> and it was insulting. But not that I expected to have some amazing job right out of the gates. But it, I just thought I want to do something important, and I, you know, looked inward and decided, you know, what I want to, I, I want to be a teacher. Can I stop and you so, again? Yeah. Describe what is when you look inward. That was an interesting choice of a phrase. What is like? What was that for you? It, it was almost like. You're looking for some epiphany about your future? I think it was me trying to analyze, like, well, why have I always said I would never be a teacher? 
Oh, is that something you said? Yeah, oh. that was what I said. Like she said it a little while in ago. College. In college, in oh, college, I was always yeah. like, I was oh, adjusting I the levels. Yes. I would never be a teacher. I would. I always oh, said okay. that. And Thank so, you for repeating that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, I told you his story's gonna be better, so don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, I just ne- I just always thought I wouldn't be a teacher, and so then it was like, well, where am I, and why did I say that? Yeah. And maybe it would be that's something important. You know, that's really how you can like give back to your community oh. and so so yeah that's i mean that's that's why it's like i wanted that's to a do great something story. important that's a great story you <laughs> wanted to do something that mattered <laughs> you. with your life i did and that's beautiful podcast over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for having thank us you. Anyway. thank you so yeah so i went back you know went back to school and i was bartending and i yeah then I and and I wound up at Parks with this Ooh. guy. Hmm. Oh, is that where you met? We did meet at Parks. Interesting. High School. Okay. Well, let's jump to you, Mark. What? How'd you get into teaching? Well, Wes, <laughs> it's depends on where you want me to start because it my okay. my story is lengthy. I okay. let me it just is. say I didn't I didn't go to college af, out of high school. Okay. I went in the Air Force. Oh, so okay. I was in the Air Force, and while I was there, I had a great job. I worked on the flight line with the pilots, was a jet mechanic, and I was also an athlete. And that was kind of my reason I didn't go to college in a way. I didn't develop real good study habits in school because I was really involved with sports. Mm. Uh, I led it in football, basketball, baseball, played soccer in my spare time, and an instrument as well. I, I'm not going to tell you the instrument because it's too embarrassing. How about but I, I tell you? Tuba? The accordion. The accordion. Who do you know who plays the accordion? Me. This Me. guy. Yeah. No. In the band or <laughs> no, on my solo. own. Solo. On my yeah. own. Occasionally, <laughs> I'd, okay. I'd get yeah. into a band and join them. But yeah, yeah, it was pretty much a solo career. I thought he was joking when he first that's, told me that. It's multiple talents. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So anyway, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the best study habits, so I told my folks I wasn't going to go to college. My dad said, "How about you join the service?" I thought he was joking. He drove me to the <laughs> recruiter's office the next day. He wasn't kidding. So day after my 19th birthday, I was in this service. Wow. Uh, traveled around the country, uh, especially with sports. I was a baseball player. That was my number one thing. But uh, I played soccer in the Air Force, got on an all-star traveling soccer team, went around the country playing. I was a goalkeeper. Um, and then I w- they didn't have baseball, but they had softball. So some guys talked me into playing softball. It was easy. I enjoyed it. And I traveled the country playing on an all-star softball team. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I really I, I enjoyed my service, but I also got to travel playing sports. Yeah. Uh, this was not wartime. So yeah, yeah. I was lucky in that respect. Um, and then uh, my third year in, I started to have a bad back, lower back issue, mm. diagnosed as a muscle pull, turned out to be a disc problem. Mm. And uh, in Cocoa Beach, Florida, I, I ended up getting to the point where I couldn't walk. And wow. in the transfer of getting from an, uh, a hotel to a hospital, uh, I became paralyzed from the waist down. Wow. And, That's uh, serious. Yeah, yeah, 22 years old. So I was 22. 22, paralyzed. Fit of, fit of condition. I, You know, you never think anything like this is going to happen. Right. Uh, couldn't move anything from the waist down. And so I had to go into eight hours of surgery to reduce, reduce or get rid of two discs in my lower back. Wow. And uh, they did a fusion, wow. L3, 4, 4, 5. And, you know, I was in Florida. My, my folks came, and mm. they were there by the time I got out of surgery, which was pretty cool. Um, You know, not the best situation to be on a trip to Florida, but they were there by the time Mm. I got out of surgery. 
And where where did you grow up? Where where I grew your up parents in Glendale. from? Oh, okay. Glendale, California. Your parents flew from California they to did. Florida. Wow. My dad worked for the gas company, and they knew the situation, and they said go. So oh, wow. he, he was very fortunate, you know. Yeah. And so I stayed there a couple of weeks. They transferred me to the VA hospital in Long Beach, right okay. next to Cal State Long Beach. Yeah. And I lived there for six months trying wow. to rehab. So oh my gosh. It went from not being able to walk, not being able to feel anything, not being able to move, to yeah. slowly getting feeling back, movement. Yeah. They and said you were never it, supposed to walk, it, right? They said if I walked, it would be with crutches and leg braces. Wow. It, that was the best case and, scenario. And you didn't know each other at this no, point. No, no, no. Okay. I was like a small child. <laughs> yeah, you were a small child then, actually. Thank you. Thanks for keeping it real. All right. <laughs> she is keeping it real. You were a small child. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, I lived there for six months, went from wheelchair to leg braces to crutches, and eventually developed enough strength where I could get rid of my crutches, assuming that I would get rid of my leg braces eventually. Yeah. But with paralysis, they usually say, Two years is the cutoff. Whatever you get back mm. after two years is going to be it. And at two years, I was still in the braces, and I still have to wear them today. So I have short really? leg braces on. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I'm lucky I'm walking. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's still some pain involved at times, and I have to be careful what I do. But um, all things considered, I was very lucky it happened when I was in the Air Force because I do get mm. veterans' disability. It's paid for my kids' college. It paid for my college. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? It, it's kind of one of the reasons I'm in teaching. To be quite so long story yeah, short make that connection for me the, the connection is <laughs> i ended up at cal state fullerton wanted to get out of glendale went to cal state fullerton okay. got my teaching credential majored in kinesiology minored mm. in health science because of your background with athletics right yeah. i went there okay. actually to be an athletic trainer but okay. they took in the consideration of my back problem and the fact they carry a lot of heavy items oh, and they, yeah. they're like that's probably not going to work for you and I happen to have a great professor who heard me give a presentation one time, and he said, have you thought about teaching? Really? He said, you really had a, an impact on the class, and they were like riveted on every <laughs> word you were saying, and from I just took that and ran with it. Wow, what and great feedback to give. Really, I know. Yeah. absolutely, I, I am indebted to him forever. Wow. And I'll tell you, I, I can't tell you how lucky I feel I am to, to be a teacher, and there have been some tough times, you know, in teaching in general, but my job is one where I am in touch with the kids. Mm -hmm. And my job as a health teacher, honestly, is I want to try and, and tell the kids what not to do and things mm -hmm. to avoid. And I, I have a lot of life lessons I put into my curriculum mm -hmm. and stories that apply to everything we're talking about. And I think it gives that connection for the kids. So I'm kind of that veil piercer where yeah. they, they all of a sudden hear things for the first time, yeah. you know. So, uh, so interesting. Yeah. Uh, I had a, a teacher growing up who was a Vietnam veteran, mm. and he told us about his experiences in Vietnam, and it was no one, no one was sharing information like that with right. us. And I just remember being just kind of eyes open. It's interesting you call it the veil mm -hmm. piercer. I just remember um, he was a reverend, Reverend um, Her, and he, he would just tell us these stories, um, and it absolutely transformed you. So the power to to kind of shape somebody's perspective right. oh, at yeah. that age. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So how did you meet then? Wow. That's yeah, no, I got hired at um, Parks. I had like my first real teaching job. I worked at Placentia Belinda. Um, I taught all of the retained eighth graders. I like how you said real teaching job. So it just makes me wonder, like, <laughs> were you teaching well, you know, on the sidewalk before? Well, when I say before? that, <laughs> no, the reason I say that is because I was hired 
as like a long-term sub. Okay. But I taught all That's year. That's real. That's real. But yeah. I wasn't like paid like I was a real oh. teacher, and I like I wasn't compensated like a real yeah. teacher. And I, you I know, pre- I appreciate you both are keeping it very real today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I was teaching full time, but not paid. Like well, I, I mean, was. It, that's, that's a fact. Right I mean, there. let's yeah. be real. I yeah. mean, who are the teachers who get exploited the most? It's going to be those first teachers who don't know any better, right? Yeah. They're willing to go in and do whatever. So I, that's what I did. I taught all of the retained eighth graders in the Placentia Orlando School District. And I mean, it was like gang members yeah. and like druggies and one boy, his mom died from cancer and yeah. it was really hard. Yeah. It was really challenging. And so I got a random call from um, the principal from Parks at the time and interviewed and... Uh, okay, a random... The principal didn't just call you randomly. Well, I, yeah. it felt random because I didn't <laughs> apply... You know, my, my credential is multiple subject. Okay. And... I have a supplementary authorization in social science because that was my major. Okay. But I never intended on teaching social science. Okay. It just happened by chance. But you had applied. So here's the interesting thing. The principal got your phone number yeah, somehow. Did no, number? I did apply. I, about- I, okay. I did apply <laughs> okay, in the okay. district, but I didn't. I thought I was like I assumed I'd be getting called for like elementary positions. Okay. Yeah. And when she called, I thought, oh, that sounds fun. I want to teach social studies, and oh, um, so yeah, it was by chance I did, and it. So was, she was looking at oh, your supplemental authorization and had an eye open right, for that. Right. So thank That's goodness, cool. thank goodness, because now I I think oh my gosh I'm so happy. That's interesting with the subject that I teach yeah. and the grade level that I teach. Yeah. And I would never I wouldn't want to. And go it was to, so it was interesting. It was all. That part was random. Yes. Because you weren't out to teach social science. Not at all. Okay. But then I was so excited when I found out what it was because what a cool subject to teach, you know. The stories, you know, are amazing. So. Okay, parks, social studies. Now you're going to meet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah, we just were coworkers. And it's like I was happy. I was just so eager how, I how detailed at this do you t- want to get in on this? I, I'm well, not talking from it. a physical let me just, nature. Yeah, let me just stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I would like to know how you, um, up to engagement, like what, where was that journey where you're like, oh, we're going to get married? Well, do I, you need to know that I went through a divorce a few years prior to this. So to I you. Mean, do you I, need I, to know yeah, that? Yeah, I, well, I feel so like it's... <laughs> It's this something the, you need to let's know. Let's just I, say this is the Keep It Real episode. Yeah, you can yeah, there cut it out is. whatever you want of this, um, believe me. Just, just stop you there. I'm not going to edit anything. Just, <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. No, we've uh, never edited it's easier a, that way. a single, right? You, we've you never. You sound like this is a professional setup here. <laughs> What's going on? Um, I, was, I had been divorced. I, I, friends were setting me up with a lot of uh, divorcees, and, you know, I that, that was kind of the deal, and, and you know, you go through a whole thing of, of you, you lack confidence, you're not mm. into the dating thing, you've been married 16 years. It's a very hard transition. I don't even want to go into that because it's tough. Yeah. So, but, Mark, just stop you. I was married before 14 okay. years, divorced, got remarried, That's super hard. happy. We're shaking Thank hands, you. We're people. Sh- <laughs> Thank you, Wes. It, I hope you, know, you had a, a better yeah. situation than I did in the end, but I'm super I'm happy. I'm very right happy now. now. Yes. That's, but, what, boy, that's what we're talking about. Yes, we're happy now. We are so happy now. <laughs> Yeah, your wife isn't Thank here, you. but I, I can vouch you. for you. You look very happy, <laughs> and my wife is here, so I look ecstatic right yes. now. Thank you. Yes, better. But um, 
Yeah, so it, it wasn't like I just got divorced and here's Marissa. Uh, she showed up at school. We didn't even talk probably for the first semester of school. I was doing my thing, she was doing her thing, and as a new teacher, she was busy. Even had a gallbladder surgery in there at oh, one yeah. point. Gosh. So she she had some stuff. But that going wasn't on. a big deal. I mean, I was like. She had health insurance finally, so that was. Thank nice. God, yeah. right? <laughs> but I, to me, it was like I was just happy to. I just was in this phase where it was like I know I can learn from literally everyone here. Mm. So everybody has something to offer. Like, are you saying even Mark? Is that what? Even you're, Mark. Yeah. Even Mark Sunny. Yeah, well, I, I mean, he was just so positive. I was kind of out and, the portable, uh, though. So I was a little bit isolated from the rest of the campus. So we, that's what, another reason we didn't see each other all that yeah. much. But we, the positive big, and fun. And I think the big event was mm. the Christmas party that year. We went to the Christmas party. It's Yeah, this is not going to be one of those stories that you're going to be able to edit out. But it, it we we got to talk. She laughed at my jokes. That yeah. was huge right yeah, there. Right. And she's yep. got a great laugh, as some of you can probably That's hear true. already. That's true. That's true. And I've you know what? I just I left that Christmas party thinking, wow. And, there, you know, it's a 13-year age difference. So in my head, I'm thinking, right, this is not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's be realistic here. Let me, let me just chime in. When I saw you at Back to School Night, Marissa. Oh, yeah. It was your laugh that I'm like... She'd be great on oh, the podcast. Well, thank yeah. you. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate that. So it's, it's true. true. Yeah, it's I true. agree. Objective science <laughs> shows. Yeah, I love it. No, <laughs> I you. still love her laugh. And Thanks. thankfully, I, she still laughs at most of my stuff. I, most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. It's gotten a little bit shorter nowadays. But anyway, um, so we met there. And then I tried to convince her to play in the student-faculty basketball game. He thought, she's, she's tall, tall. That equals. We needed some women. Athletic. Yes. So let's get you out. So I, I took I'm her to. I'm not athletic. She's, not, she's a dancer. So she's got some coordination. Dancing is yeah. athletic. Yeah. So she's coordinated. Thank you. But <laughs> that's an ongoing debate. Right. Her, yeah. <laughs> but so I, I got her to Dave and Buster's to shoot baskets at their basketball. Oh, yeah, that makes I just sense. Thought, Let me just go see what you got. Yeah. And from there we talked and you know went to dinner and uh, you know again not thinking anything was really going to come of it. And okay, this is where my my wife would stop me and say, "Okay, you went out to Dave and Buster's." This is after the Christmas party. Right. And went out to dinner, not thinking it would be anything. This is... Yeah. Yeah. No, did you I, have I a different intuition? No, oh, I didn't Oh, you didn't? Okay, okay. All right. I just thought, like, he's a cool yeah. guy yeah, who I think is out. funny and fun, and yeah. okay. he invited me to hang right. out with him. And I apologize. It was completely innocent. <laughs> yeah. Continue. So, uh, I, I saw her shoot, and actually, she did not look that bad at David I can Buster's. shoot. I just can't run. Right. I didn't know that till we got out on the court. <laughs> so I did convince her to play in the game. Success. I felt like I did something right. But and I didn't play well. No, yeah, I thought you did. You held your own. Thank you. You held your own. Yes. So she held her own. I don't think you fell down. No. And you almost you almost made one. So I did. Anyway, you almost made a basket. Yeah, very close. It was a kind of a roll around the rim and then out type you, thing. You're ahead of me in staff, student, faculty. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Basketball games. Yeah, Thank you. We, they, we take that very seriously at Parks. But uh, from that point on, we got a little, we just, we kind of then, what would you like to go out for dinner and, and, you know, not have basketball? Yeah, now that you mention that, one other podcast interview mentioned the staff student game at Parks, too. It's big. It's quite a thing. It, it, and they, the, they yeah, the one like at Beachwood is serious. getting big, too. Yeah, Stricker, yeah. right? Yeah. Stricker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah he talked serious. about it last week or the week before. Yeah, yeah he's, okay. Yeah, he's serious business. They are, like, super competitive. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> the men on each of our The men are getting old are. now, so I have to say it's going to be interesting. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's but the true. Parks game is always a great game. Um, and, you know, from that point on, we did start dating a little bit, and we kind of kept it from everybody because, you know, we just we didn't know where it was going, and we didn't want people to know, you know. And 
then at the end of the year. That uh, was the year when everybody started getting pink slipped. Everybody's getting pink slipped. And Marissa, I have to tell you, Wes, is a great teacher. I, I don't think Thank she you. honestly gets enough Thank credit in this district. That. Because she, talk about technology, implementing it in your class, bringing it to the students so they enjoy everything that's happening. That's her. And, I and, and I think I saw that at Parks. And I really was like, she's going to be a great teacher. And this I is at a that. time, again, where everybody's getting laid off. Yeah. If you didn't have some tenure, you were gone. Wow. And they got the news, we can't keep you at Parks. Mm. And this is after the principal, I think, said, oh, you're coming back. We've got, oh, no. We're keeping you. And so she called me crying one night. I, I'm not coming back to Parks. And she mm. said, they said, I, I'm going to go to Beechwood. And I said, Well, they said there was an opening. Yeah. I interviewed and I got that I job. I said, if you're going to Beechwood, you're going to be okay. And Beachwood is a good place, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to knock any other school here, but I just felt like if you're going to go somewhere, the Beachwood was the perfect place for and Marissa. I'm thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I just came from the greatest school. Mm. Uh, how am I going to go? How, how, how could it possibly get better? Yeah. But then it did. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Like, I mean. Ouch. <laughs> no, I had the best the of both on worlds. I had the best of both <laughs> yeah, worlds, Mark, right? No. You know? It was like. I have to say it was a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. a great thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, talk about that transition. You said it got better. What What? What do you mean by that? Me, okay. It got what did you meaning. like at, at Beachwood? Oh, my God. I mean, well, one, you're you're gaining experience as a teacher because totally. Par Parks was your first real teaching job. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. So um, what, what did you find at Beachwood that... You know what is phenomenal about Beachwood? I, I just, like everything, you, it's like this perfect recipe where you have kids who are excited they're excited to be there mm -hmm. they're excited to learn they know that all their teachers are looking out for their best interest mm -hmm. you have parents who are totally involved just all in what do you need mm -hmm. I, i'll do it for you i'll i'll give it to you and then you've got you know we've got the most amazing staff these people who are constantly bettering themselves they're mm. always they always want to learn more they always want to get better um you I know it's inspiring yeah. you know and it's like like i are we pam miller who was his end up being his ap and julia bar who they used to i don't remember which one of them would say like yeah working at beachwood it's like working with a you know 25 homecoming queens <laughs> And it's true. It's like everybody's Unpack just. Unpack that a little Ruben bit. know about that. Like because, yeah, I don't he know could how be considered feel. a homecoming queen. No, just like everybody is just top notch. And so it makes you want to be top notch too. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet, you know, it's just inspiring. It's this team of people who just make you want to be better. I every love day, that. You know, so. And Parks is, is phenomenal too. You know, it was just like Beachwood felt like my place. Oh, that's. You know. That's great. Yeah. So. I've interviewed a lot of teachers, and it's interesting that that sense of community, mm -hmm. um, that sense of almost home. Yes. It's interesting how um, we're all different as teachers, and we find a different place. I'm interested, like Mark, you've been at Parks for 25 years. 25 now. years. 25 years. Yeah. So what what is it about Parks that fits you? Oh wow. Uh, you know, it, like Marissa, initially the staff, it was an old staff. I remember when I got my job at Parks, everybody asked me who died <laughs> because nobody left Parks. <laughs> they stayed there till they retired. And I was the new kid on the block, you know. And those like, how did you get this job? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did get the job kind of at the last minute, too. Uh, uh, 
I had been told a health position had been filled, and evidently the, the teacher during the summer took a job at a private school, and I came for the interview, and I ended up getting the job. So I felt lucky to be there, and I've always felt lucky to be at Parks. It is a fantastic school. Yeah. Uh, the initial staff that surrounded me was just helpful in every way imaginable. Mm. Um, and then I've become that guy now. I, I'm the old guy. I'm the, I'm the veteran, you know. And everybody from the original group, for the most part, is gone. And it still has carried on that feel. And, and you know, Wes, really, a, a lot of it has to do with the kids, mm -hmm. the kids in that community. And I really do feel a tight bond with the community. Mm -hmm. And I do a lot of things uh, outside of school. And you've met me at a few things. The Robot yeah. Nation. Voice yeah. of Parks. I, 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 the Voice of Parks. You do morning I announcements. I do morning announcements. <laughs> okay. So the kids know me from that. Yeah. Um, I, I MC the basketball game at Beachwood now. I do the park. Oh, to, you do? Yeah, I sucked I do, him in. Yeah, I do the Beachwood game, and I do the Parks game, and I used to coach Parks game, and I, you know, now that I've had so many kids, I've had almost ten thousand kids in my career. They're everywhere. Yeah, I can't go anywhere, yeah. Marissa it's or I true. both, and not run into kids that we've had. So let, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. So you were initially a new teacher, right? And now you're describing how you're you're embedded in the community. Right. You're doing all these things, even at Beachwood. Yeah. So what was the first step outside? I'm just, you know, teaching from eight to three, like when you start announcing things well, or you know, talk about that step, because not every teacher is going to just jump right. out and volunteer, which I, I think is great. I mean, it's it's enriching it, for you and others. But what what you know, made you volunteer or, I, you know, Wes, my dad was like, I'm a lot like my dad in that okay. respect. I think he really was an influence on me. OK, and, tell me more about that. Uh, you know, he. <laughs> uh he passed away a while ago, but... I'm sorry. That's okay. He just... <clears throat> he was the guy you wanted to do... He volunteered to do anything, mm. you know? And uh, I, I can't even tell you all the stuff he was involved with. We're even talking about volunteering at school this, this month. It's kind of volunteer month. And they asked me, you know, in an email, does anybody have a dad who did stuff? My dad did everything. Mm. I mean, he was involved with the gas company, Toastmasters, Kiwanis <laughs> Club, Lions Club, Rotary Club. He was the president of Little League, coached all my athletics when I was young. He, um, w he was a, a mentor for a kid that was in a uh, detention facility for a while, and he would just go mentor him, and he was like a, a big brother type mm -hmm. program. Right. And he did this while he was raising two boys and having a family, and uh, yeah. even the booster club at Glendale High School. He was in charge of the pancake breakfast, which was right? a massive oh ordeal. Gosh. We'd have orange juice for six months afterwards because <laughs> it didn't go at the pancake breakfast, so he shoved it in our refrigerator. That's what we were drinking. Yeah. You know? So he was that kind of guy. He was an outgoing guy. I love that. And yeah. he really, I do feel he's in me. Yeah. So you yeah. started, like what, you started doing like the cartoon But, but club when, you and, know what, right? I, when I came in, Wes, it was, what can I do to keep this job? Yeah. There yeah. was that fear of, I may not have this job yeah. next year. What do I need to do yeah. to make sure I'm working at Parks next yeah. year? And I was coaching. I was running clubs. I was doing every extracurricular thing I could think of yeah. to say, we want this guy back next yeah. year. I, let me just stop you. Yeah. I love that that attitude that mindset that go get it right like that's that's irreplaceable 
you know, I love that. I think we both came into teaching it with, where there was like, oh, geez. Yeah. It wasn't We both had that mindset. You'd be like, working. Yeah. 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 We Make could yourself lose valuable. It tomorrow. So, yeah, tell me what to do right. and I'll do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. You mentioned Cartoon Club. Is yeah, that you, that you, you I, I, started, right? I, I started with the Cartoon Club oh, my first year. Oh, and he has the Smack Club. Well, uh, the, let me just say this. The Cartoon Club, <laughs> the first year I did that, I had 180 kids sign up for that. And I had to do okay. three different sessions with, uh, well, 180 signed up, 90 ended up coming to the club. So I had three different sessions with 30 kids apiece. And the whole idea was to, I would teach the kids cartooning and then we would design okay. a, a club t-shirt. And I would put as many of the kids' drawings oh, on the shirts as I can. Awesome. And it was a great activity for the kids. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and at Parks, we had a lot of great artists. So the kids awesome. just really clung to that one. Yeah. Uh, and then after about 10 years, I said, you know what, I want to try something else. <laughs> and I ended up doing now what's called the SMAC Club, which okay. st stands for Sport in Movies <laughs> Appreciation Club. So we Sports sport in, in Movies Appreciation Club. Club. <laughs> I got rid of the I. Okay. SMAC, just to try yeah, and yeah. abbreviate. And, and uh, this is, walk me through it. The, we, we meet once a week at lunchtime and we watch sports related movies that are inspirational. Rudy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is a great club. Tell me about The Natural. Yeah. Victory, yeah. which you may uh, not know. Remember the Titans. I don't no? show that you don't one. Like yes, that one? that's okay. a good one. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Invincibles, one of the new football lady. ones. I don't know. Yeah, I, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. I, I don't know. Do that I have do to that. be careful. You, no, you got to be careful get, with what you show. It. I'm just trying to bond. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but I. What, here comes the boom. Have you seen that one with no. Craig James? No, Craig. Is it Kevin James? Yeah, Kevin yeah. James. No, I it's seen great. Okay. It's, he's, he's saving his music program at school by becoming a mixed martial arts fighter. <laughs> Okay. And it's funny, and believe it or not, he is believable as a mixed martial arts guy. He's heavy, but yeah. he looks the part. That's He's athletic. Cool. That's cool. Watch it. I guarantee you like it. Henry Winkler's in it, too. Just, that um, sells it. So, like on the podcast, we we like to tie things to the themes of innovation, risk-taking, trying things new. I've never heard of a club like this before. So, can you <laughs> explain where the idea came from? I love sports movies, Wes. <laughs> How about that? I mean, do I have to be more technical than that? Okay. <laughs> so, let me stop. Okay. Li listeners... If you love something and you're passionate about it and you can oh. tie it to your teaching, totally. you can Absolutely. enrich that, that community. Of course. Just like the Smack Club. Okay. I'm yeah, glad exactly. you know why I'm glad you said that because when I first came to Parks, they wanted me to do the Just Say No Club. Just say no. That was a big push at that time. Okay. Just say no club. Yeah. Okay. And I went to my principal, I said, you know, I teach that in my curriculum. Do you want me to do the cl a club about that too? Because I said, to be honest, I just don't feel like I need to do that twice. I'm doing it at school, and I do get yeah. most of the kids at school anyway. And I said, how about I do, a, I like cartooning. I was, I could, I can do some sketch drawing. And I said, do you mind if I do something like this? It's something I'm a little more passionate about. Yeah. He's like, go for it. <laughs> and you know, the turnout was fantastic. So I think he appreciated my efforts, but I agree with what you said. Go with what, you, what your passion is. And yeah. I know Dr. Plekka talks about that all the yeah. time. Passion projects. Yeah. Okay. And this this is one of my passion. So I can run yeah. a club, but I enjoy it at the same time. Yeah. So Marissa, you you are on board that you're shaking your head. What what have you seen at Beachwood where teachers are or you, for example, like running with their passions or infusing it into their curriculum? What um, how does that resonate with you? Is it dance? Well, <laughs> Mark, that's, that's you're a not great idea. To... No, you're, I like that. So, I mean, that would be. Cool. I like a dance club. I, you know. You know, oh gosh, 
when you get into clubs, that's kind of hard because it doesn't only... have to be clubs. Just that idea of bringing kind of your own. Oh my gosh! Yeah, passion. everyone does. Yeah. I feel like, especially in the in our middle school team, you know, like Ruben Reed is like totally into. Um, who's that guy who writes The Hobbit? I don't know. The He's Tolkien. Into the, Tolkien. Yeah, Tolkien. Yeah. And so he, yeah. you know, he brings stuff. that into his curriculum, and he infuses Lord of the Rings stuff into oh. his yes. curriculum. Yeah, okay. to when a he can. Yeah. To yes. Oh, stop it! Stop I'm it. a friend of Ruben's. So <laughs> if he hears this, he knows I'm just kidding. But no, I just feel like everybody does. <laughs> That's you know, I feel like all of my coworkers do in their own little way. You know, I mean, uh-huh. like. Word and Anne have that run. They have a running club. Did you know that? I did not know that. So. Oh. Speaking of running, yeah, I don't know why people run for fun, <laughs> but they do. Um, so te- yeah, teachers like, have a running club for students. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. But I feel like everybody at our school is is passionate and they try and integrate it in their own way. Now, yeah. middle school and elementary are pretty like. We don't see each other a lot because we have totally opposite So schedules, listeners, but... um, Marissa's putting her hands <laughs> widely spaced out and kind of searching for words. Um, Sorry. So the middle school and the elementary aren't, you know, they're not on Our the same. Our schedules are totally yeah. the opposite. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's almost like what they're doing in their, in their world. Sure. I'm not totally 100% sure of. Okay. <laughs> but I admire every piece of it. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Although they're a K-8... Uh, there is that division between yeah. junior high and elementary. It's just a natural sure. occurrence, you yeah. know. And I, you know, Wes, I kind of see where you're going with this, with her bringing her passion to the table. But I'm going to tell you, if you saw her teach, you'd see where her passion was. That's right. And you talked about the technology oh and gosh. just being. Um, yeah, that is her passion. Yeah. And she tries. And you know, I don't want to get myself in trouble here, but I mean, she's pushing <laughs> go, me that no, direction. No, go for it. <laughs> I, 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 am not, I am not where she is at by any means, and she's trying to get me there. And oftentimes, she'll try and help me get to another level of technology. And then I, I get lost and I can't find where I'm at. And then I get frustrated and I want to go back to where I was. She is pushing the envelope constantly when it comes to technology at her school. From his perspective, but I don't well, know. Well, okay, from, from my perspective. But I see it at home. <laughs> I see what she do- does at home. I see what she does at home to get it to her class and her kids the next day. It, her passion mm. is in teaching. Thank mm. you. It really Thanks. is. It mm. really is. That's a yes. good. That's a good transition. We have. I did some um, interviews with people oh. um, that you suggested. Okay. And so I, I asked them a couple of questions so I could prepare to do a good job on the the interview on the podcast. All right. Um, what I found is I didn't really need so much help with you because you're you're going strong. Oh. Um. So okay. we're we're 32 minutes in. Oh. And, and, is it time um, to wrap it up? It well, we're gonna we're gonna do some lightning rounds. Oh. So okay. I'm gonna shoot out some things they said. Okay. So one of the things we're gonna do is I'm gonna I ask people what's one word for Marissa or Mark. So I'm just gonna share a word and then you have to say whether you think it's about you Me or about your okay. spouse. Okay. All right. Great. I okay. love this. Yeah. I'm, okay. By the way, did I tell you I was on Family Feud one no. time years ago? Okay. He blew I'm it. I'm good at these game shows. He yeah, blew I, it. I sucked. I, I blew it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, lightning round. Yes. Go. Okay. Um, should I tell you who said it? Would that help? No, that, don't. that would give it yeah, away. Yeah, that probably that would, I think that would give okay. it away. Okay. So the word is committed. I hope that's both of us. <laughs> that's not the answer. That's not how we play well, the game. No, work. Committed. committed. Who do you think it is? I'm going to say know. Marissa. Marissa. I'm thinking me, but it's not like he's not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think Marissa. Okay. Next word. I'll I'll tell you the answers. Okay. Passionate. Marissa. Me. Without a doubt, that is a no-brainer. Gracious. 
me. The Mark is Mark. the most gracious <laughs> guy you will ever. And humble. And humble, and too. Humble. Yes. Yeah. Here's another one. Passion. Oh. Not passionate. Okay. Well. I would, when I hear, yeah. I, there's a little in both of us, but boy, Marissa is very, a very passion okay. proof. Yeah. What do you think? She's, I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's a ta- the, the Italian blood in her. She's very passionate. Uh, here's another word. Yes. Passionate. <laughs> oh my gosh. You this think seems that's to be Marissa again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Here's another word. Opinionated. Oh, Marissa. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Okay. Now this one, they didn't specify the oh, person. Okay. So, um, fun. Marissa. No, I would say Mark. No, Marissa's more Mark. fun. Mark. I may be more funny at and times, this is, but it's slash fun slash happy. Well, I hope that's both of us, but yeah. I think it's you. Okay. All right, we're gonna trade papers and we're okay. gonna score your quizzes. <laughs> How'd we do? So, Wes? so Marie Shabno. Uh, Shabno. Shabno. Yes. Okay. So her word for Mark was committed. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And and for Marissa, it was. Passionate. Very yeah. good. So those were the first two words. Okay. Now, um, she a teacher at Parks. Parks. Okay. Yeah. So the next person we interviewed uh, was Raleigh. Raleigh Ham. Raleigh Ham. Old friend of mine. So gracious was Mark. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And passion was Marissa. Of course. Yeah. We knew it. We got yeah. those, right? Yeah. We got that. Yep. Okay. And then uh, we interviewed Jessica D. Luigi. Uh-huh. My sister-in-law. Your she's, sister-in-law. She's married to my brother. And she gave us two words, both for Marissa. Passionate and opinionated. Yes. Okay. Totally. Okay. Makes sense. And then one of the other questions we asked was a, a moment where, uh, a significant moment that kind of represents you or it symbolizes you where oh. you're being you. So she, I'm just going to share that. Oh. Um, because she she said during family gatherings, uh, she, Marissa, her mom, and her sister have very spirited political discussions. <laughs> <laughs> and... And parentheses, and they have similar opinions. They do. So you agree with each other, but you're we having do, yeah. you're having spirited it's political like discussions. It's like we're debriefing and like, yeah. We <laughs> okay. Do, we okay. Do, we All right. Do. And our last one was Jason De Luigi, mm-hmm, my brother. Your brother. Okay. So he just wrote fun slash happy. So I don't know. That's I mean, both of us. It can, it's both of you. That's both yeah. of us. I would have to agree. Jason's a man of few words. Yeah. But we have our most fun and are the most happy when we're with. Him and I, Jess. So. I agree. We've had some, we've traveled with them. We've had some really good so that times. That makes with sense. Them. Yeah. So that's actually interesting because that came through in their interview too. So I'll just read this back to you oh. and get a little bit oh. of commentary. Okay. So we asked Jessica, "What's a significant moment?" Right. Um, so no, I'm sorry. It was bonus question. So oh. the, the third question was, "Tell us anything. Tell me anything. Tell me. Do a good job on the podcast." Right. So Jessica wrote, "We love hanging out with Marissa and Mark. We have yeah. a lot of fun at family gatherings and traveling together. We hang out locally at Disneyland." OC Fair, go to dinners. We've been to New Orleans, Louisiana, yes. Alaska, Indiana. Laugh together and at each other. Parentheses mostly at Mark. Uh, I don't yes. know. I don't know about that. That's an inside joke. Yeah, um, she Jessica. said she's lucky to have you both in well, her thank life. You. We yeah, feel, we the, feel same the same way. We do. So that's that's interesting. Do you have a favorite moment of hanging out with Jessica? Our I feel like our best times are on when we're when we travel with them. We've had some really good times. New Orleans being on the, the head of the list. But it's we, the most really fun it. when our kids aren't there. Okay, that's part of it too. Yeah, without kids, it's a different experience, <laughs> you know. And uh, they're just great. They've got a great sense of humor, and I feel like we're able to relate to them it's lucky. very well. It's yeah, lucky. it's easy. It's when we go with them. When we go out with them, it's very easy. That's great. Yeah, it makes it very nice. 
Tell me, I, I love that. And I'm going to go back to what you said at Beachwood, like just sort of um, having this collegiality of people and you're like, oh, I want to be, I want to do as well as mm-hmm. they are. They're, they're doing mm-hmm. so well. So that kind of collegial spirit to me, like what I remember in my like reading scholarly research about teaching, collegiality is actually linked to student achievement. Really? Like the staff that gets along gets things done yeah, for, true. for students. Very true. So what is it when you're with her or them um, that makes it easy to be with? What is that bond? I'm just well, looking for a link to the classroom, but just what's, what is it humor? Is it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Be humor. Definitely humor. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I, I've often said, once the kids stop laughing at my jokes, it's time to hang it up. Yeah. And I seriously <laughs> believe that. Yeah. yeah. But Jessica's a teacher too. Mm-hmm. And so she also brings out that are sort we ta- of now I, I'm, inspiration. I'm confused. Were you talking about Jessica? to school or them? No, that's that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to relate it to school. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah, because you, you talked about humor when you're yeah. out together with friends, but then you tied it right away to humor in the classroom, right. which I think is a brilliant insight. It is. It's, right? I've, I've told that to anybody who wants to get into teaching, especially junior high level. You have to have a sense of you humor do. or you'll you go do. crazy. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And the interesting thing about how humor relates to innovation is you you can't tell old jokes right. i mean with when the students here for the first time right it's new to them and it's right. funny but it's interesting you said there's this moment where it's not working anymore right you know so your jokes don't work with the fresh class it's time to hang it up right but humor works because it's surprising right and things, things surprise us because they're new yeah. You know, they're different. They're right. unusual. They're ironic. Right. You know, so it's interesting that. Can we just say real quick, Wes, yeah. that rumbling in the background is a train <laughs> right outside your office? We do. Yeah. yeah. There they, is they a train really outside. They're nice. Thanks, yeah. thanks Mark. Yeah. <laughs> We're right next to Amtrak. I'm really ruining this podcast. No. I don't Come think on. anyone would have noticed the, really? deep, okay. the deep rumbling. I'm looking at it through the window here, so it's a little distracting. Um, but I, I no, see you're right. what you're saying. And, and what, but, you know, I, I have a semester class, mm-hmm. so I'm getting a fresh group of kids every few months months oh, every yeah. every four months or five yeah. months so that aspect keeps things fresh for me and I've said it over and over like I say for 25 years now six times a day you know and yeah. twice a year yeah but I get I still get good reaction from the kids so yeah. I feel like okay it's still working yeah yeah you know with Jay and Jess, that's a different story. I mean, we, we, there's a, I, I, I tend to fabricate a little bit. I, I tell some tall tales at times. Yeah. And uh, they Is found that one of my tells. Somebody did mention storytelling. Was, yes. And Mark. He's uh, a great, he's a born storyteller. Jessica actually informed me that I have a tell. No, I informed her. Oh, you did. Okay. And I found that when I start telling something that may not be truthful, yes. I raise my shoulders. We call those lies, but yeah, I, okay. maybe, yeah, well, maybe you're talking about something else. Today, who knows what we're stretching yeah yeah tall tale all yeah tall tale yeah, but i tend to you raise, raise my shoulders. shoulder and i lean in a little and that means it's mark not your true. shoulders have been up the whole podcast <laughs> okay. i've been our trying to work on that Wes. just want our listeners to know. um so anything else related to like when you're at fun you're uh when you're at fun when you're um with your friends you're at ease you're having fun anything that makes those relationships work that uh, humor's one and there's definitely a tie into the classroom um Anything else? Well, I mean, I, I guess I feel like in the classroom, it, if when we're we're being us, like that's what I think. Mm. Be, I think that's what's so right. That's what makes you the most effective teacher. I feel like that's what makes both. Yeah, of us I think the most anytime you can teacher. share something about you with the kids, it's a positive thing, yeah. and the kids retain that. 
Yeah. The kids That's come back to me after years. I remember that story you told. Yeah. I, I skin cancer stuff. You know, I, mm. I've been through a lot of things that I'm trying to help the kids to prevent them from going through what I've been through. And mm. you know, I got in the sun a lot when I was a kid. I played sports. Yeah. So I'm dealing with that now. Yeah. And you know, when I share my stories, they'll remember that years later. Yeah. I remember you telling me that story. And mm. you know, I, that's what I think a lot of teachers don't understand is add some of yourself to your curriculum. Yeah, you know, so I really, being authentic in the right. classroom and being authentic with your friends, yeah. it's like and the kids yeah. love that. It's the stuff. same, I think. Yeah, I I think that's a really a really good insight, and both of you do that. Like you just walked in, this has been very effortless. So I think um, not yeah. that it, I've had any sure, of course, <laughs> any yeah, yeah. terrible, um, terribly hard um, podcast sure. interviews, but I, I think that that sort of just is something that's easy for you to do right i don't know it seems like it is and it seems like students would pick up on that authenticity well west to your credit you've made this very easy (laughs) this has been a very low stress we feel like we're talking to a friend i feel like i've known you a while and we really just officially met today so yeah that's true true. i've looked up to you for years (laughs) how could you not the voice of part yeah the voice of robot nation (laughs) yeah the voice of robot nation i seriously i told you this on back to school night marissa like that your joke telling like I Google, did like you Googled, laugh? Oh yeah. Okay, because I yeah. and then I, I had to MC an event like the next month, and I just I it was at the zoo for our fourth grade I personalized. Right. And I just Googled animal jokes, and between yeah. all our that's student a speakers, page right from Mark yeah, Sunny's that's playbook. That's third I took grade that from you. So thank you. Third grade is about a good area. Just look for third grade jokes. Yeah. And you'll be. I put clean yeah. in there. They're yeah, funny clean, for everyone. Yeah. But yeah, third grade is usually clean. Yeah. But yeah. Anytime. And that that was. I mean, that was a great thing I learned from just observing you. Well, thank <laughs> you. Just interject the humor. Keep it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they it don't works. get it. Yeah. Even if they don't I, get I find it. sometimes, Wes, I, the parents are laughing more than the kids. And I, I'm, on, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, that's really, a win. At least if somebody's yeah. laughing, I'm doing something right. Yeah. Well, that's um, this is our longest podcast ever. I'm so sorry. sorry. But there's, there's more of us. So, Sonny's, hey. He's, mar- he's long-winded, I so yeah. sorry about that. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I'm shaking my hand, people. Thank you very much. This has been awesome. This has been great. We enjoyed it. Thanks. All right. This has been the Teacher Interview Podcast. Thank you for joining us. For the true fans who stuck around this long, we have one more treat for you from Mark Sonny's Morning Show. He is more than a mere man, more intelligent than an eighth grader, able to leap inches in a single jump, funny, and unforgettable. It's Mr. Sonny.